And now, after somewhat of a break, direct from the Algiers Podcast Studios, bring you live the one and only, and the only one, Mr. Tom Douglas and Jess Sane. Well, thank you, Mr. Announcer, for that great introduction. Uh, I've been absent for a while. kind of apologize for that, but I uh, had a little uh, work going on. Got kind of busy for a couple of weeks there, and then just trying to get around to it. And then, man, don't we wish all we had to worry about was coronavirus now, huh? Man, the world's going crazy, and I mean the world. And it, it one point is... I, Way, way back, I, I made the point that how small the world has become. And it really, really has, not only with the coronavirus, but now with these, these protests and, and this racism issue. It's, it's spread all over the world. And people take advantage of it to try to bring this point up. So let's talk about it and get you some, uh, some observations, opinions. You may agree, disagree. I may be right, may be wrong, but it is me. So the first issue is talking about this police. Now, the police has been around forever. And yes, there is racism, police force. And the racism started, one of the places it started, I mean, the police force in the South was developed to keep slaves on the plantation, catch slaves when they ran away. So that's where that started. I mean, since way back when, the police have been catching and punishing people for crimes. They should be preventing crimes. I mean, since the 18th century, people have been complaining about there should be a preventive plan of action and not catch and punish. So these issues have been around for centuries, obviously, and uh, they've come to a head once again with these protests and with the uh, the Floyd situation. Um problem I see is we we are asking too much of the police force. We are The police, you know, I always look at the police as catching the bad guys, catching the criminals, you know, and deterring the criminals, deterring the bad guys. Nowadays, they got so much on their plate. They got to deal with homelessness. They got to deal with mental health people. They got to deal with domestic violence, domestic issues where they got to go be a counselor. Um, they got to deal with the drug issues that's going on, and this, they're not trained for that, and they're not qualified for that. And this defund the police, I think, is the way, it's a, it's a drastic way. I don't want to take money away from the police force, okay? But the idea that they defund the police, they want to put money into the social programs that would help these issues is great idea. And they should find the money somewhere and increase the mental health. A mental health capacity treatment is, is laughable. It's absolutely laughable. It's constantly being cut. Uh, prevent drug addiction or drug education. Money should be pumped into that. Uh, homelessness. I mean, that's, that's all these issues that the police deal with on a daily basis. You know? And, and, and they frustrate. Domestic violence. Instead of... Uh, you know, somebody's calling with domestic violence. Send a cop out there with a counselor. You know, a professionally trained person to talk through these issues. And then from that way, you can step in earlier. Now, domestic violence, okay, stop, break it up, go away. You know, y'all all right, we're leaving. 
if you had a counselor there, the counselor goes, okay, now we're going to set up an appointment for y'all to come discuss this. Or you got to come discuss your anger issues. And you can set up an appointment. Same thing with homelessness. Okay, you got to come, you know, you, I get you off the street for a little while to talk to you and see what we can do for you. Drug addiction. I mean, drug, that they're stealing to pay for their drugs. These are way, I mean, education. Money, more money's got to be put in education. Constantly hearing about education being cut. Education being cut. You know, health. You know, we got to get more healthier people out there, health-related uh, issues into the to areas that need it. Um, and these are things the police have been dealing with. And you keep piling this on top of their plate, and they can't handle it. They're not supposed to handle it. But it's being forced upon them. So, yeah, the fund me is an idea. Don't like the idea of taking it away from police force. They need every penny they can get. But there's got to be a way to find some more funding for these social issues, or social ills that we have out there. And this might alleviate some of the social ills, will take away some of the pressure that's being put on the police on a daily basis. So it's not just getting in there and giving these, the police force a new attitude, which I think they need some special training to deal with their, their, um, their outlook on racial issues or their, their force. But it's the other end, too. The public has got to improve. The public has got to get better at taking care of ourselves and not putting all the issues on the police. And I think these protests and whatnot, man, it's just getting old. You know, the protests, I mean, okay, let's talk about Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. I can see the point. If you say, they, if you say All Lives Matter, no, you're not a racist. But you're trying to make the point that yeah, there's more at stake than the black community. The Black Lives Matter, their point is, if you take the black out of it, you're taking the racism from the forefront. They want to talk about the racism issues that are going on. That's why it's Black Lives Matter. You know, if you say all lives matter, you're taking the racism issue out from the forefront, and that's what they don't want to do. And that's why there's a big stink about you saying all lives matter. No, you're not a racist, but yes, you're stirring the pot. You know, just as bad as they are. You're trying to stir the pot to get them angry instead of working with them. And I say, let's talk about this. You know, Black Lives Matter does invoke racism problems. I mean, some people see that BLM and they think they're racist. You know, the problem is you can't say nothing anymore. You can't have an opinion. Our society is so oversensitive, it's ridiculous. I mean, we can't have an, you can't have a different opinion without being classified as something, as a hater, a racist, an idiot, you know? And you can't solve any problems if you don't have some kind of open mind to it. You got to have your opinion and you can be strong about your opinion. But just listen. It might not change your mind, but at least you'll understand where the other person's coming from. And... I'll be honest with you, I think this all starts <coughs> excuse me, with the uh, our political party system. Democrats and Republicans, for decades, they've been fighting each other. They don't care who or what the idea is. It's who the idea was presented by. If a Republican presents the idea, the Democrat doesn't like it right off the bat. There's no compromise. There's no working with them. Not only that, 
There's chastising and name-calling right off the bat. It is just not a way to lead the government, not a way to lead our, our country, you know? And I think this is boiled over into our society. It's boiled over into people not listening and labeling other people as against them and not working with them. And, and I think that's where it starts. Oh, so, you know, it's complicated and I don't know if you agree with me or not, but let's now... So, speaking of protest, all this monument pulling down, uh, name changing, pulling all the Confederate names down, all the statues of the slavery or anything to do with slavery... I mean, they they pull Columbus down, they pull Churchill down, Churchill. I mean, is he responsible for the, the, what what his government did for decades and decades before he got there? Yes, they 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 ruled other f- countries, you know, and and took advantage of the uh, people there, and and it was a two tier society for sure, you know. But I mean, is taking his statue down going to fix that? And is that all we see when we see Churchill? Is that all we see when we see uh, a Columbus statue? I mean, it's, it's, it's to the point to where's it end? You know, I mean, Robert E. Lee himself, Robert E. Lee himself said after the war, he did not want monuments or tributes to the Confederacy or to him because he thought it was hindered the, dealing, the healing process of this country. He said, if you start glorifying for us, it's going to still stir the pot, still keep that anger issue up there. And he was against it, Robert E. Lee. So even back then, they, had, they knew this was going to happen. They knew this was it. Bet you anything would take this long to come to the head. But so if there's a statue or name out there that really, really upsets a group of people, uh, you know, I, I'm good with them taking it down. You know, the problem is where it's going to end. You know, where it's going to end. What we're going to have, you know, streets named Crawford's Ball Boulevard, Trumpet Boulevard, uh, uh, Brass Band Way, or Main Street, East Street, West Street. I mean, we got to have an identity some kind of way. You know, it's just, it's just that where it's going to end. That That's my real thing. And this kind of reminds me, uh, the Red Scare back in the 50s with Joe McCarthy and communism. You know, a lot of lives were ruined uh, getting on the blacklist, so to say, because if, if you even went to a meeting, even if you're curious and went to a meeting to see what the Communist Party was about, back then you got labeled and, and you pretty much your life was ruined. You know, and, and that's the way we look at it now. I mean, somebody says all lives matter and they, they declare the racist, they lose their job, uh, or they get out of there. Somebody... Uh, says anything that the other person disagree, all of a sudden they're losing jobs, they're losing contracts, you know. I mean, come on, you know. Just lighten up, you know. Just lighten up. You don't need to, to derail somebody because he has a different opinion of you. And, and they're not being racist. I mean, it's it's just... Flipped around. I mean, it's just where it's going to end. You know, they, they really need to have, um, if you're going to be a protest, you need to have a, a defined goal. Said, you know, like I said, where are you going to end? This is what we want. You know, 
Spill it, spill it out. into. You know, so we want Congress to pass this. We want the, the, the city government to pass this. I mean, the Northern City Council passed an ordinance, ordinance condemning racism. Wow. You know, I mean, I know they got to do something. Maybe that's all they can do. But it's got to go further than that. And you got, but you got to have a plan in place. You got to say, okay, this is the outcome we're looking for. And if, if you're showing that you're working towards that, then you can now, on the other hand, they've got to show the work for it too. Okay, you got to help yourselves. Okay, you got to, you got to get better educated. You got to get more attractive to employers. You got to do a better job of of, of taking care of your your kids and your young folk. And if you need help doing that, the government or the society, the churches, whatever, have got to offer the helping hand. So, you know, it's fact of the matter is there is injustice out there. There is inequality. It is not fair out there, you know, but you can't just stomp your feet and cry and say, fix it, you know. Never, we're never going to do away totally with the injustice that's going on in the world. Now, you can try and work towards it, and you should try and work towards it. And inequality is there. I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know, to a white person can get up and say, oh, I don't care if I was born white or black. You know, and a black person can get up there and say, it doesn't matter to me if I was born white or black, then it's not going to be inequality. And to work towards that, it's going to be a long, long process. But stomping your feet and throwing rocks is not going to perpetuate this problem solving of that problem. Basically, we got to stop crying and start trying. Right? So stop crying and start trying. Push them. And if if you're not out there you know, we got election coming up. If you out there stomping your feet, throwing rocks, whatnot, and you're not voting, you know, then what right do you got? You're not exercising your only right to God, the, the most powerful thing you got in your hand or, or with you is voting. Get out there and vote. Get your other people out and vote and vote the way you want. If you don't like what's out there to be voted on, you go change it, and there's ways to do that. That's what the, our United States government, our great nation, is about. There is a system set up. There is a system set up, and part of the system is letting you protest. Part of the system is not letting you burn buildings. And part of the system is addressing the police, and the police has to, you know, realize. You know, one of the things that kind of worries me a lot, so when we were growing up, oh, when my kids were growing up too, you know, you're taught to trust the police. So, okay, police are there to help you, all right, if you need help. Nowadays, what's going on? These kids and whatnot, even the 20-something-year-olds, the police are the bad guys, you know. And that's what's being taught now, and that's the scary part. They are being taught that the police is the bad guy, all right? They're not here to help you. They're here to harm you. So... Don't do what you say, you know. 
and all these situations, every one of these situations, these uh, nobody should be killed by anybody, much less a police officer. Officer, but if you comply, all you have to do is comply with what's being said by the enforcement agency, and then they'll work it out later. All these instances of people being killed by the police officer, they didn't comply. They either ran, they fought back, they didn't do what they were told, and a confrontation ensued. You know, that should be taught also. But that gets back to the fact that they don't look at the police as someone helping them. It looks like the police is a threat. That's why they don't comply. So they got to figure out a way. If you comply, the police aren't a threat. And if the police become a threat because you comply, then there's a big issue. Right? Right. And speaking of issues... Latoya the Destroyer Cantrell. She says they can have protests anywhere and everywhere except in her neighborhood. Okay? So that doesn't hold well with me. You know, she's mad because they protested. But another point is the people protested that her house and her neighborhood with service industry employees want better protection and more pay. Who who organized that? The mayor doesn't have anything to do with that. The city council, the, the, the city government doesn't have anything to do with that. I mean, who organized that to march on the mayor's house? I mean, what what they they sitting around, you know, on an underpass or, or, or blocking each other? Say, yeah, let's go. I know where she lives. Let's go over there. For what purpose? She can't do nothing. That was that was so ill advised. I think people just want to get out and protest so they get on the news, maybe. Some dumbass. All right, so ran the gamut there for you. I'll try and keep my uh, podcast a little bit more uh, frequent. But I don't want to get on there and just say nothing. You know I got to have a point. So, stay safe, stay strong. All this stuff will come to an end. Please get involved in your community to help everybody and to help yourself. And this is Tom Douglas. Just saying.